Uh, well, folks, we're on strike. Can't do it anymore. We're striking. That's right. We podcasters local two two seven. We want a second bathroom. We we want to have unlimited soup, salad, and breadsticks. And, soup and all of the kinds of soups. Don't just make one of your four delicious soups and say, "Well, that's all we got today, fellas." Not good enough. And we promise we aren't going to take this soup and throw it at the police. No way. That is that is the we don't have a podcast yet guarantee. This soup is really for us, not it, for throwing at the police. It's to put, you know, you got to heat it up first. You got to take it out of the can and heat it up. Yeah, listen, I, all you all you radicals out there, I'm not going to tell you how to do your job, but I'm just saying, hot soup would probably be way worse to throw at cops. That's pretty, yeah, just boil up some soup. Uh Big scalding pot of soup. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what, what the delivery mechanism would be. Trebuchet. Yeah, okay. That works. Get that get that wacky machine that they use in Ernest Goes to Camp, where you put stuff in and then it shoots like fettuccine Alfredo out the other end. Mm-hmm. And they, they do, they roll that thing out onto the field of battle. When they go up against the uh, construction workers. Oh, those, you know, in the classic bad guys. Third act of Ernest Goes to Camp. <laughs> where Ernest is uh, magically forced to do the trial of the blade and the arrow. And I forget what the other one is. The hot soup. Yeah. Which isn't delivered to him in a bowl. It's delivered by trebuchet. And you just gotta I think bring your did, own bowl and... What were some of the other weapons? This is what... Uh, man, I would be all in for uh, uh, Ernest Goes to Camp style uh, Antifa war on the police. You have like the turtles with parachutes biting the police on the nose. <laughs> I think uh, they they launch uh, they uh, pump up the old ga- like uh, gas powered uh, camping lanterns too much so that they shoot off like rockets at those construction workers. Mm-hmm. There are other classic uh, prank sort of uh, well, just pranks that you could just take to the next level, like when people put. Uh, doggy do in a like a small lunch paper bag why not use the large grocery style uh bag and use your own much bigger uh poops this is this is actually a pretty good game plan is just start doing pranks on the police like jackass style pranks <laughs> just, man we got bam out here <laughs> Just putting putting an alligator in the policeman's bed at night. Oh. He's got to get up and go to work in the morning. Oh, no, Bam's keeping him up all night, slapping his bare belly and running around, being an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> oh. This is, this I is, think that's the problem with Jackass is it wasn't dangerous enough yet. <laughs> You need that. You need that element of danger where the police are trying to shoot Johnny Knoxville all the time. Yeah, that would have been a really exciting, uh, an exciting element to add to. Maybe you know they're making another one. Yeah, that's true. Did that just that news just come out? There's a couple. Of, I think it was like last month. Okay. Yeah. Johnny Johnny Knoxville like literally has like a colostomy bag. Yeah, I mean they've already presented us with bad grandpa. Uh, it's where they already have the physicality of grandpas because of what they put themselves through. Yeah. Worse grandpa. Like That's the we're next gonna one. have to at age forty five, they're gonna have to make bad great grandpa. How come there were no ladies on Jackass? 
Did they ever try and do like a lady jackass? It's it's also you know in in the annals of uh, backyard wrestling history, there's not a whole lot of women in those annals. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the plan, everyone. Uh, if you're going out to uh, confront the police on these mean streets. Uh, they hit you with a rubber bullet. You hit them with a giant cannon-launched dildo. Mm-hmm. It's the Chicago way. They send one of your guys to the morgue. You send one of their guys to the middle of a lake on a giant cartoon <laughs> rocket. <laughs> send them to... Uh... Oh, shit. Never mind. I was trying to think of a, what's the uh, actual national park where they filmed a lot of John Ford westerns and the Roadrunner and Wile E. Coyote cartoons are they, set there. They filmed them. Well, they filmed the John Ford films oh. there, and then they animated based on those. those I believe films. that was the Painted Desert in the okay. uh, in the Roadrunner cartoon. Okay, get it? Just painted. Mm-hmm. Anyway, here's <laughs> I got an idea for a podcast. Okay, what's that? Folks, if this is your first time listening, uh, th- what we do here is try and come up with an idea for a podcast. We don't have a podcast yet. We've been at it for almost a year. And, uh, damn, it's probably why no one listens. But here's my here's I, first idea of the week. It's called What's Hip, What's Hot with Teens. Ooh. What's hip? What's hot? With teens. Get some teens in here. Lure, and we can, lure you them know, down like, turn our chairs around backwards and just have a like a good old fashioned rap session. Oh, this is this would be the opposite. These teens would be turning their chairs around and explaining Korean pop music to us, or uh, I don't know what they're into. This is why we need to find out. Hmm. We need to explore what's hip and what's hot with today's youth. And, you know, we can find that stuff out. And also we can find out, you know, we, what are the current street drugs? I'm sure that there's something I don't know about. Yeah. It's probably got weird names that I find confusing. What are they? What are, what's, what are these kids doing since there's no jackass? Secret jackasses. They have secret street jackass yeah the it's it's like fight club but with jackass it's jackass club man do you know how much a shopping cart costs it ain't cheap um and it was just like everyone i've ever stolen was free (laughs) yeah (laughs) our generation just destroyed those things because we saw a guy do it on tv yeah call it a four-wheel discount hmm they just roll wherever you take them. It's wild. There's no way they bought shopping carts for that show, right? Possibly. Because, I mean, like when the grocery store goes out of business, they've got, what, 300 shopping carts? And then where are they going to go? Like to be stored in a warehouse until sometime in the future? Somebody's trying to sell that shit. They melt them down, I think. Did you know that they did that with all the steel beams from the World Trade Center? They sold all of the steel beams to China, and China melted them down. Your Hyundai Elantra might be made out of the World Trade Center's melted steel beams. They could have made so much more money if they just uh, had a certificate of authentication. Yeah. They would bang out a billion little challenge coins. That's like having a moon rock or something. Yeah. I wonder if there's any way to find out. Track that steel down. <laughs> it's you know what happens is uh if if your car is exposed to flaming jet fuel and it melts, then you know that you got that <laughs> World Trade Center. <laughs> 
going to be a hard come down when they they do the most dangerous stunt they've ever done in that new jackass movie. <laughs> hey, I'm Johnny Knoxville, and this is Fly a Plane into the World Trade Center. <laughs> it's it's a little bit beyond the 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 pale of jackassery, I guess. I, you know what? I was thinking about this the the, the anniversary of the, the World Trade Center attack being this past week. Um, why doesn't some billionaire just build a replica World Trade Center and fly a plane into it to prove once and for all whether or not it would bring that tower down? <laughs> like Jeff Bezos. That's a that is, I think those the, those buildings only cost a billion to make. That would be. I I wish that there were. More alcoholic billionaires, man. Because <laughs> that making that sort of decision, you would have to be blackout drunk. Like, that would, you'd have to wake up the next morning and, and like. Jeff, everybody <laughs> else gets drunk and buys shit on Amazon. Jeff Bezos gets drunk and he wakes up in the morning. He's like, "Did I build a, a replica of the World Trade Center <laughs> Twin Towers out in the Navajo in the uh, Mojave Desert?" And then get a 747 to fly into him? Just for my own educate. Like, I just... No, this would be for the world. This is to prove once and for all whether or not that it was a controlled demolition. Could you imagine if you did that and then people on the internet were like, I heard Jeff Bezos put nanothermite in the, in the basement. He's in on it. <laughs> you just become, like, <laughs> you become part of it. Like you're like, I'm gonna prove once and for all. You build a giant twin towers, fly planes into it. It crashes to the ground, and everybody's like, he, he this was all. He was paid off by the government to prove. Uh-huh. Well, maybe it pisses him off that everybody's talking about 9/11 and not enough about a Bezos. Not enough about the Bezos. <laughs> You will wrap me back into this. If you're going to talk about 9-11, you're going to talk about Bezos, baby. Mm. What was Bezos doing on 9-11? Fuming. <laughs> Just steam Nobody coming off his Nobody gives a fuck head. about my books anymore. This changes everything. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was... It changed everything for sure. What was... Like, you... Amazon was pretty much just, like books movies and like they hadn't gotten all the appliances it was yeah it was basically groceries and everything at that point, it was right? just fye but on the internet yep it was like can i have the newest daniel Klaus book please and and they would say yes they would say yes we have it unlike your fye yeah they didn't have it your Walden books, Oof. you know, there anything that, you know, like we can order anything for you. I'm like, I can order anything for myself. Walden books. They were, they were a monolith for a minute there. Huh? Mm-hmm. I think they produced the lion, the witch of the wardrobe movie, <laughs> man. That was really, I, I guess it shouldn't be because I was already past the age wasn't for me at that point, but I loved those books, and that movie sucked. It's better than the BBC version, where Aslan is like a puppet. Yeah, that's. I like the cartoon one. Oh yeah. And and I liked the the cartoon Hobbit a lot too. The Ralph Bakshi like uh, with the <clears throat> what's his name from Happy Days was the voice of the Hobbit. Mr. Uh, oh, Tom Bosley. Tom Bosley, yeah. <laughs> There's a part where he's got he's trying to scare. He's got the ring on. He's trying to scare those spiders, and he keeps going, "Sting, sting!" <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I I I think that uh, it's probably about to come back uh, and be hot and cool with teens again. They love Tom Bosley. Tom Bosley. They're like, uh, yeah, you know, my my dad thought that this guy was a square. So, 
It skips a generation. Tom Bosley's cool again. Put him on a, a fucking skateboard. I want to see him in that new Jackass film. Got a big oversized sweatshirt. Just Tom Bosley all over print. Yeah, he he's. They call him the kids call him the Boz. The Boz man. Yeah. All right. Do you have an idea for a podcast? Uh, I do. It's called the Cheese Cast. Cheese Cast. And it will be a celebration of things that are cheesy and like the, you know, bad movies on that you watch for for fun in that way but also just reviews of cheese we'll just get a good cheese plate going we can do pairings yeah we can be like you know um you know this uh we got the dvd box set of matlock here and uh, a a nice soft gruyere (laughs) and this is the this He's is, a, a southern, southern lawyer, and this is a cheese from the southern part of France. It's perfect. It's the episode where the actress who plays his daughter in the later episodes plays a prostitute. Ooh. They did that a lot on Matlock. They would just have the same actor on playing different characters. They, they have like a Matlock repertory players. <laughs> the, the, Mat, yeah, the Matlock players. You know, you come and you watch the episode of Matlock, but when that's over, they're going to do Our Town. <laughs> they yeah, they do um What you what kind of cheese do you like? Uh pretty much of uh, all. You like the stinky ones? Mhm. Yeah, I do too. Man, I'll tell you. They make a they make this uh gorgonzola and steak alfredo at the olive garden mama mia oh boy <laughs> manja 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 is i mean listen i'm 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 not too proud to admit that i will go to the olive garden oh absolutely i will and this is this is what teens should get into listen up teens uh <clears throat> go to the olive garden and just get drunk as hell at that bar and then get yourself that steak and gorgonzola alfredo <laughs> They put a balsamic it's, it's glaze cool drizzle on top. Maybe maybe try to get Tom Bosley to take you down there and, uh, you know, have him order a pitcher of red wine. And Oof. then, you, you know, like you you can sneak a little bit of it. Get that Italian margarita. <laughs> it's got a they, they put amaretto in it, too. Ooh. Ooh. And then here's the best part. You order that Italian margarita, you are guaranteed a fruit fly will land in your drink, and you can get another drink for free. <laughs> Forever. You, you are, buy one. and This is our podcast. It's just uh, Olive Garden hacks. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm worried. Well, this is the cheese cast, but I'm, I'm worried we're doing all of this for Tom Bosley and none of it for our actual listenership. You know, I actually I know – a couple cheesemongers. We could potentially actually have someone who knows about cheese guest on our podcast. Okay. But then we would be like, um, do you? Know? How do you turn it into to nacho? How how do we? We would just be this? trying to talk about like what we think the grimace's dick looks like the entire <laughs> time, and they're like, uh, we're just like saying that I all the of cheese their cheese college. smells like the grimace's dick. <laughs> it smells like grimace's dick. I don't know why I always go to the McDonald land people. I think it's uh, Grimace's dick is mysterious. It's a strong because he's bench. not a pant wearer. He's it's just like his weird gum purple gumdrop fupa thing. There's a covers dick up it and under keeps there. It, yeah, keeps it secret. It's like a horse dick. It, it, it like comes out of his body when he's aroused. <laughs> oh. Maybe maybe it's like a mandible situation, like with a predator just down in his grundle. <laughs> he opens his mouth and a dick comes out. There are weird little bone protrusions around it to like spike into the soft flesh and oh. hold him there because he's like not a so bear's good at penis? moving. Yeah, it's. Oof. I, you don't want to run into I the want some of this cheese, though. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry for some cheese. Oh, and I I think that just a, a slice of processed American cheese. 
probably goes best with uh, Grimace's dick. <laughs> yeah, that's a great pairing. Just you just lay it on there and it melts over the Grimace's edges. Grimace's dick is the uh, costumed character dick equivalent of uh, American Pie and Mom and Freedom. Yeah. All right, so here I got another idea got for one? a podcast. Okay. This is called I'd Buy That for a Dollar. That's, I'd Buy That for a Dollar. But this yeah. is just uh, basically like uh, we'd be doing consumer reports, but only for stuff from the 99 cent store. Hmm. Okay. So we'd, we'd, I'm, I'm a big fan of all that junk. We could get we could just get a, a, a like a selection of things from the dollar store. And then review them and tell people uh, what. Whoa, the dogs are going. Lord. Um, they are. Sorry, folks. We're now in the dog podcast. Uh, I, I'm sorry to all the listeners out there who've come to expect a certain level of professionalism and uh, mixing and mastering from our show. We're still. Uh, in a temporary space in my new basement, and uh, I'm going to have my dogs euthanized <laughs> this week. I think you should just get like a sea witch to steal their voices and see what you Ooh. can get if you do like like that trade. Everybody should get in on that. All right. Fuck Mary Kill, Ursula the Sea Witch, uh, Ariel the Little Mermaid, and Sebastian the Crab. <laughs> Um, hmm. Mary Sebastian. I'm, I'm probably going to kill Ursula the Sea Witch. I, I, I thought I was going to give you a, an all topsy-turvy answer, but no, it's... I'd fuck that Sea Witch. Yeah? One hundo. Oh, you're, you're going to... What do you think's going on underneath all those tentacles? My God. I'm just seeing her so giant that it takes the, the like, knife point of a boat to capsize her, and it just seems like a... Oh, I forget that she gets gigantic at the end. But, yeah. I don't know. I guess if I kill Sebastian, I've got a little snack there. Yeah. Definitely. It's the only one I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna I'm gonna kill Sebastian. I'm gonna cook him up. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm going. Crab I'm switching my answer to yours. Mary Ariel. Because he's charming, wife. but how how quickly do you but think you know he'll get tired of you know that sea witch fucks. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. Oh man, do you think that she lets those uh, weird eel things yeah into the bedroom when when all that's going down oh fuck yeah you're gonna it's get gonna like, like some electric tingles you're you're banging the sea witch and you look over the eels are in the room they're watching you're like can you just they don't understand can what's we shut happening. the door they think i'm hurting you <laughs> the eels keep trying to get up in the bed you're like oh wait eels <laughs> flotsam and jetsam those are their names Yeah, I don't know what else to say. That, I mean, I think the dollar store one is pretty straightforward. But it, yeah, it is. But uh, there's lots of weird, a, terrible snacks in there. Like that's the where I first discovered wrap snacks was was at a dollar store. Ooh. I found uh, little little uh, cotton candy flavored. Uh, you, you know how you got those uh, cheese balls that come in a big jug? Mm-hmm. I found those where the base corn ball was the same, except they had pink and aqua colored oh i've had sugar blasters yeah yeah they also uh they always have like bootleg legos they'll have like weird lego sets that say compatible with lego but they never are lego takes a lot of work to build their brick building bricks to exact tolerances and those pretenders never do hmm when I was a child, I had a, a Russian Lego set that was incredibly, incredibly uh, complicated, but that none of them, they, they would either get stuck together and never come apart, or they wouldn't fit together at all. 
Hmm. And it was called We Play Lego. Legal. We Play Legal. It was like Soviet-era Lego bootlegs. It's always weird to me when I think about, like, the only Soviet kind of toy or thing I think of is Tetris. Oh, yeah. Because I know, like, it had to almost be smuggled out from behind the Iron Curtain to delight the the world's (laughs) autistic people. (laughs) But... uh, all the fut- future furniture movers of the world <laughs> love love Tetris. Did, but what I'm that? wondering is, was that it? Was that the only is Russian that video is? game? Like, I'd be interested. It seems like they would have. I know that, uh, like, I I I was a lot more <laughs> into classic consoles uh, when I was younger. I still do own a lot of uh, weird console video games, but uh, there was a Soviet knockoff of the Nintendo called the Dendy Jr., Mm -hmm. and I would love to get my hands on a Dendy Jr. What what would be the appeal of it, just that that it exists, or do they have Russian uh, second-party... I think they had some third-party bootleg games, but it's just that it's a weird-looking Soviet Nintendo entertainment system. (laughs) They they reverse-engineered, and they called it the Dendy Jr. Hmm. You remember that period of time in, like, the early to mid 2000s when it became the coolest thing in the world to put like a screen that pops up so you can watch DVDs in your car. Yes. Let's get a dendy in every car. Get- like that, that, that could maybe be like, <laughs> we're going to have, we're going to have a universal health care for everyone. And every kid is going to get a dendy junior. <laughs> It comes preloaded with Tetris and a game called Worker Time. <laughs> you just you just have to plan out the work schedule of everyone in a factory. It could that could be fun. That could be a very fun puzzle game. <laughs> it's Mario, but instead of uh, fighting mushrooms, uh, he uses the pipes to pipe steam from the nuclear reactor. To the radiators of all of the housing units. You can collect a borscht power-up, and then you throw hot borscht in the enemy's faces. Yeah. Borscht balls. Borscht balls. Uh, what, instead of the feather, you get... Um... The feather, that gives you a cape in, in the... Japanese American versions. Wait, the feather gives you a cape? I th- There's a leaf that gives you like a raccoon tail. Oh, that's right. The leaf gives you the raccoon tail. The feather gives you a cape. That's Super Mario World. I, I'd imagine there'd be like a, a nesting doll that you could collect that could allow you to like go back and forth between being very tiny or very big, possibly. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I feel like I probably I had some weird games as a kid. And I feel like I, I feel like there was something with a nesting doll. I know I had some like bizarre Korean Game Gear games. They were pretty fun, but I can't think of any examples of some of the weird shit at the moment. I'm I'm assuming that these are all South Korean Game Gear games that you yes. have. Yes. Okay. I I never got my hands on any North Korean I'm video games. Holding out hope. I was like. Wonder what those North Koreans would do if they got their hands on that Game Gear technology. Oof, no. The turbo blasting. I think. It, let's be clear. Like I think that for the most part, Sega's whole marketing campaign for the Game Gear was Nintendo's black and white screen is the equivalent of anything behind an iron curtain. <laughs> they were like, if you come over to capitalism, you get colors. Yeah. God damn, those colors. I've got a Game Gear sitting around here somewhere, but I only have Mortal Kombat and Dracula for it. Oh, I bet it. Can it? 
can it really run Mortal Kombat, or is it one of those? I mean, it was it was Mortal Kombat for Game Gear, but it is, I mean, it is Mortal Kombat. It's pretty fun. Okay. You can do fatalities. And I, I remember having a couple of Game Boy fighting game. I had Street Fighter on Game Boy, and it was like, they shouldn't be allowed to call this Street Fighter 2. This yeah. Is... Well, the Game Gear was 8-bit. It actually ran the same... Uh ran the same games as the Sega Master System. And so in South America, you could get, like, the Game Gear games for the Master System because they were behind and they still had it. So there's, like, the Sonic game for Master System. None of this is interesting. No. What what was the one? What podcast were we talking about? Did we already do this? Oh, oh, I'd buy that for a dollar. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, I'd buy all that crap for a dollar, but not a dollar more. God. I've got a, I've got another one. This one could probably work with uh, I'd buy that for a dollar. It's called Things That Fit in Your Hand. All right. And it'd just be a profile of, you know, it could be an amazing technology. How How has it gotten so small? What a wondrous thing that... I can now hold an egg timer in the palm of my hand, but it could also be uh, used to be egg timers. So there's a whole uh, there's a whole <laughs> civilization out in Polynesia where the, uh, their whole currency is giant egg timers. Uh-huh. Yeah, you'd have to get four guys, and they all have to take one of the poles, and they have to walk around in a circle to mm-hmm. wind it up. And yeah. That's what a maypole is, actually. It's just a it's, it's a big egg, egg timer. timer. Yeah, it's part of uh, part of the festival of Ishtar. The Christians tried to steal it, make it about Jesus. It's about eggs. Who's Ishtar? Uh, it's that movie. Yeah, is which one is it? Warren Beatty or is it Dustin Hoffman? I never, I've never seen. I, it. I think know it's which one. Dustin Hoffman. He plays Ishtar. I always get it mixed up with Dune. Yeah. Who played Dune? Gary Trudeau. Okay. Now he's been buried, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's dead. Oh, this is a bad bit. Oh. Um. But other, there's a lot of other things that fit in your hand, and, and they could be smaller. Like, so Say you could game have, gear. Yeah, game gear. Yeah. Uh, an apple. That's true. An Apple uh, iPhone. Ooh. Two different kinds of apples. Both fit in the palm of your hand. But I, I do hate that we aren't going to be able to talk about soup on this one because yeah. while it soup would fit in your no hand, go. it your hand can't contain it. Yeah. Another... another uh, Taboo subject, gloves. Well, a glove can fit in your hand. No, your hand fits in a glove. It's the opposite. Yeah, if if you're using it how the heretics use it. But I, I just the keep heretic. it keep it on top of my hand and uh that way the the pot doesn't burn me when I take it off the stove. It's kind of like a little towel with cute fingers. The heretics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's bad out there. Windows Judge Dread style. Uh, you put that thing on your hand, and I don't know what's in there. I think you might, you know, be trying to cover up the fact that you got alien tentacles for ends of your arms. And hey, that's, that's fine. Hey, you got tentacles? Give me a call. <laughs> Ursula the Sea Witch. <laughs> I am down a clown. Things that fit in your hand. This is th- I, honestly, this one feels like uh, like what in college they call a bird course. This is just an easy easy A. We could totally do an hour of podcasting about things that fit in our hand, and it could be like every week a different topic. Today yeah. we're going to talk about they they like to make things that fit in your hands because they'd like you to pick them up and buy them. Hey, we're talking ashtrays here on things that fit in your mm-hmm. hand. And, I mean, we we could wrap it just about everything that we've talked about up into this. Yeah. Remember yak backs? 
No, what's a yak back? A yak back was like a little old toy. Uh, do you record button, your voice and then it'll and then play, play it, it back? Yeah. And that's all it did. God damn if I didn't buy like three of them. That yep. was like the cheaper option where if like I really wanted the talk boy from. It was later than the talk boy because it was just basically like a digital talk. Bo- I think it, that they did have like some like effects or something you could do. Yeah. There was also pocket rockers. That was just a tiny, uh, it played the micro cassettes, but it would come with like a, a song pre-recorded on the tape of like the New Kids on the Block or hmm. Bell Biv DeVoe. What was, I think there was something that they would come and it would be a, a, a big pop single. It'd be Backstreet Boys or something. But it was like you had to have a player for it, and it was like a little plastic cartridge. Oh yeah, that, that was like later it, than that. And yeah. it wasn't; it didn't have enough memory on it to hold an entire song, so it was like a sixty to ninety second. Yeah, what were those called? I don't remember, but I remember the the pocket rockers. That that was a very similar like terrible scheme, and uh, the like yeah, it was all like yeah pop song singles, but the jingle. <laughs> on the commercial was down on the corner by uh, CCR. You know how kids love down on the corner. Yeah, it's hot and cool with teens. Down on the corner, out in the street, pocket rockers are playing <laughs> with the music and the beat. Yeah. And we were like, fuck yeah, with our like uh, perfectly circular John Lennon sunglasses and our bowl cuts. Just feeling it. Charlotte Hornets jersey. <laughs> Did you have Larry Johnson or Alonzo Mourning? I had or a... Were you a Muggsy Bogzer? I was definitely a Muggsy guy, but uh, I know I I was I was a Jordan nerd and I had I had the Bulls starter jacket. Hmm. I, uh, I, I, would love I was to a have contrarian. A Charlotte Hornets starter jacket. If anybody out there wants to mail me a Charlotte Hornets <laughs> starter jacket, size large, uh, I, w- I will give you uh, lifetime access to the Patreon in exchange for a Charlotte Hornets starter jacket. <laughs> it, it's one of the quintessential starter jackets, right up there with the. Uh, Oakland Raiders slash L.A. Raiders, depending on what year you oh, bought yeah. the jacket. Ra- Raiders and, uh, th- th- yeah, I had the Bulls one as a kid. Bulls was pretty cool. I saw tons of Cowboys, but that was always to me oh, like, yeah. that's that's lame. I would say, here's, okay, so uh, if you had the if you had the Cowboys one, or if you were a real jordan head you had the north carolina tar heels starter jacket which starts out looking cool but that baby blue you know like it gets dingy yeah and, and the gets, white and the shows baby dirt blue. same with the cowboys more. but i would say that uh i can say 100 percent without any exceptions uh the cowboys starter jacket was worn by girls who had the ponytail so tight that their hairline started to recede. <laughs> and they always had like a shocked look on their face because, you know, their their ponytails were doing the work that Botox would do years later. Yeah. Um, so that's things that fit in your hand. Excuse me. Yes. Now, um, let's uh, let's go. Let's pick up the phone. See what we got here, folks. If you want to give us a call, you can call into seven zero two podcast. That's seven zero two p o d c a s p. Podcast wasn't available, but we were able to get the next best thing. Uh, we don't have any calls on the voicemail this week, but we did have an email from Hannah, who I believe has, has written in before. Uh, Hannah says, you guys should do a podcast about board games. Okay. A 
podcast about board games. And I I had this in in my in my notes app as an idea, but I don't think that we ever got around to it. A podcast about board that games. That is a good idea and since we're right now we're we're recording in person. I'm I'm staring at your face right now. Uh, but a lot of times we're doing these over distance. Uh, I think that there are a lot of uh, like uh, board game simulators that we could get on Steam or something. Oh yeah, which would make this a lot easier than having to keep a bunch of pieces together and dealing with the actual cards and everything. We we could uh, just play Monopoly on the for the 3DS. Yeah, we give a give a good review to those. Uh, uh, all, all of you discerning consumers who are not sure if you want to take the plunge with the Monopoly, if it's going to be worth the money or not. Did you ever play the uh, computer game version of Jeopardy as a kid? I, I've played so many versions of Jeopardy, we, uh, but there are so many of them. We used to play the one for like the for the Apple II computer when I was in middle school. Okay. I have played the... I played a bunch of the Super Nintendo one. I don't know if this is the same era. I think I vaguely remember playing it uh, in NES Super era, Nintendo, but I definitely didn't. The have Super an Apple. Nintendo one was uh, was hard because you don't have a keyboard. But the the one for the computer, we discovered that as long as you included the words of the answer, you could write a whole insane sentence, <laughs> and then Alex Trebek, little green Alex Trebek, would be like, "That's right." We'd be like, "You know what it." What Caribbean nation is home to President Fidel Castro? And it'd be like, Cuba is in your butt. And Alex <laughs> Trebek is like, that's right. I was like, ha, 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 ha. That's what, that's what they need to bring back. Like, we need some sliders for Alex. You know, like... I, like I create want, a I character want, sliders? Yeah, like create a character sliders, but just for, like, bitchiness. Just, <laughs> you know, like, I, I want to play a game where he's just... You know, being normal, and then a game where he's going to make fun of everybody every time they miss. Just spread your experience points across Alex Trebek. (laughs) Yeah, you you can level up his skill tree. Like uh, you you get to spend. He's got to use some of them though to keep his cancer at bay. His magic skills and his like uh, forging skills. (laughs) Give him a bunch. You got to decide which way you want him to play. Like, I I personally like a stealth Alex. He hides behind the podium all the time. Yeah, where's that voice coming from? <laughs> I, yeah, I like to get I like to get his charisma way up so he can just like convince someone they were wrong when they weren't. Oh wrong. yeah, and he just never wears pants, just walking around the soundstage, no pants. <laughs> That's I'm gonna stand in front of a podium. Why would Why would I wear pants? That's that. But, the... but that would be board games. But same same thing. I think that we could do that with board games. Yeah. We could definitely do that with board games. All right, let's go to the Podtron 4500. The Podtron 4500, of course, is uh, artificial intelligence. We feed it the top thousand podcasts on the Apple podcast charts. And it tries to synthesize titles of podcasts that sound like hit podcasts. I got one here. Okay. This one is called Duolingo Spanished colon deeper daddy. <laughs> well, it's it's actually Poppy. You, you call me Poppy. Mm. I don't I don't know that I'm comfortable with this one, but the the name was so good. So this is just, just like a Sex talk in two languages? This would be, yeah, I guess it would be just uh, learning how to dirty talk in Spanish. I mean, I, I, I think that a lot of people learned how to speak English by watching Happy Days. Uh, maybe they should have just been fucking Tom Bosley. We bring it all back to Bosley. It's, this, it's, it's my, my totem for this episode. <laughs> you just got little Tom Bosley in your pocket. You're like, deeper, daddy. Deeper debt. Oof, that's ugh. deeper, Howard. Oh, oh, Howard. Oh, Arthur. Yeah. And I mean, how is that not a thing? It must be. We don't have the internet hooked up here. 
Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't get connected until Monday. So I can't I can't do any research, but I'm willing to bet that there probably is um Happy Days pornography. Oh, I I would imagine so. And it definitely includes the Oh Howard, Oh Arthur. Yeah. Just yeah. I don't know. I think we might have talked about Happy Days porn one time before. Mr. Mr. Because I think we started talking about how there there just aren't very many memorable female characters on Happy Days. I mean, you've got Joni and. Yeah, we definitely this. No, we yeah. definitely did this. We did, already. we did it. We did it. I don't think that there is any porn version of the Sandlot. I think that might be the Ooh. exception to the rule. Is just Wendy Peppercorn getting railed by the whole team? I would imagine that the team is all sucking and fucking. Yeah, and 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 then like a dog and James Earl Jones <laughs> show up at the end. They, they don't care. And it's called the biggest pickle. <laughs> Duolingo Spanish deeper, Daddy. You got one you like? Yeah, I do. Um, and I'm, I'm, I think that I've said a similar one before, but this one is number seventy-seven on the list. Conspiracy, conspiracy, which I was thinking could be like a Liberace, but instead of uh, love songs, they're they're all songs about uh, conspiracy theories. Okay. So I, I, I think this would probably need to be a video podcast where we dress up in all of our most gaudy finery, light up a whole bunch of candelabras, and sit down at our baby grands. Mm-hmm. And Big crystal and, piano. Uh-huh. And, and, and just start teaching the world through song. It's the only way to do it. About how 9-11 was yeah. an inside job. Ta- Tower yeah. 7 and, yeah. And uh, false flags and all that stuff. And like new it. ones. Like, I mean, it's not, we're conspiracy. Conspiracy. We, we'll, we'll do all, all of the old favorites, but we're always writing new tunes. I, I will tell you, I want to write a song. This is my pet conspiracy theory. Uh, that Beyonce was never really pregnant. This is this is my my own pet conspiracy that uh, Beyonce. Uh, what, what in the hell is this? Sorry. Turn mute your phone. No. Yeah, I think that famous people uh, wear fake bellies and have uh, surrogates carry their children for them. Are are they actually? extracting the ovum i think they are i mean think about uh, like a like a rich person they're crazy they want to they want to like carry their lineage or whatever but they also don't want their body to get ravaged by pregnancy well is it a better move to you know hire a surrogate or what's what's wrong with the good old-fashioned test tube I don't think that that they stay in the tube the whole time though. That you just uh, it's a series of nesting tubes. Just larger and yeah. larger. Like the internet, a series of tubes. <laughs> yeah. Thanks Al Gore for inventing this wonderful way of making new people. Al Gore, yeah, he's in the it's the this the scene from Alien Resurrection. He just has a bunch of uh Deformed clones of Jay Z and Beyonce. Mm-hmm. One of these will be the next pop superstar. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Conspiracy. <laughs> Do you think Al Gore would look uh, sexy dressed up like Liberace? Ooh, get that. Thick Al Gore hair up in into a pompadour. Al Gorachi. Oh, dare dare we dream? <laughs> I mean, put that in a test too. I, I I I would imagine that PBS is probably hurting for money and probably just a year long uh, funds drive right now. But if if they do have a few pennies left in the coffer, uh, 
That's what they should spend it on. What if we did Liberace conspiracies? What what would be some good ones? Uh, Number one, he wasn't gay. Well, at one point in time, like like we we could even do a history of them because at one point in time the conspiracy was that guy's gay. (laughs) I guess that's true. And everybody was like, no, (laughs) no, look at it. I don't think there's much that we can do there that uh, Austin Powers didn't already do by just saying, ladies loved him. Hmm, yeah. That, well, maybe, I don't know. There's there's probably, he probably had some controlling interests in candle holders or, or, mm-hmm. or baby grand pianos. We could, we could develop a conspiracy to try and cover up his homosexuality, preserve his legacy as a straight man maybe it wasn't the fact maybe he didn't love men or women maybe he was a horseman he was yeah he's one of those rare breeds <laughs> yeah a only, real thoroughbred in only <laughs> only fucks thoroughbred horses secretariat and he Liberace has to like have like a, had a love affair he just puts the the saddle on the horse and and then pulls it from the back down to the belly. Before <laughs> that'll that'll definitely save save. That's his, why he wants to fuck horses in space. People are like it's the only way that he's not upside down and just like uh, getting his hair all in his eyes and. Everybody's like, oh no, I don't like Liberace. He's gay, and we're like, no, he fucked horses. They're like, all right, I'm all cool right, with back that. In. All right, okay, that seems cool. So he's fucking lady horses, yeah. right? Beer for my lady horses that I'm going to fuck later. <laughs> this guy's pretty cool, I guess. I'm sorry. I judged a book by its its gay cover. <laughs> Conspiracy. Yeah. All right, I got one here. This is it's, it's called Call Town. Call Town? Call Town. Okay. And uh, I was thinking this could just be a call-in show, but I don't know. I guess that the town part, maybe what we could do is we could um, we could take calls, but then we could also call different towns. So maybe call, call, call into a town and ask, ask them a question on behalf of our caller so somebody's like i want to know something about uh albuquerque new mexico and then we're like hang on we're going to call the chamber of commerce and ask them okay we should do, do can like we call our call? listeners our constituency yeah we uh, you know uh, uh, we're calling on behalf of our constituents uh we wanted to know um the population of of um Newport News. Isn't that the name of a town? Newport? Walla Walla, Washington. That's they, they, these are just the Bugs that's just a, ones. That, that's they're just like a a little ramshackle city built around a prison, isn't it? I don't know. Here's the thing. Those were the I think Albuquerque was definitely like the funniest word in the world back in like the 1950s. People just love to talk about that. Albuquerque. Yeah, we hadn't gotten news of Lake Titicaca yet. Yeah. I think I I was thinking about this earlier today. Um, I think that the funniest word to people now in our current era is Sisyphus. People love to make jokes about Sisyphus. And I think it's because it's a funny word. If it's it's definitely in the in the spirit of Weird Al. Like just uh some words are funny. But I think that it, those words change over time, and I think that Sisyphus is uh, our new our new king of funny words. Um, I'm I'm a classicist when it comes to funny words. I still think fart hasn't been beaten as a word. Fart. It's pretty good. You're like the Swedish chef when you say it. Fart. Fart. Fart, I feel like, as a word, is overshadowed by the 
the actual sound of a fart, uh, though. You know, in, in a in a way, it, it. I've never been to Albuquerque. Maybe it's, it's like, like being in a really cool band of, uh, you know, like the actual word "fart" in the band of farts isn't the lead singer. It's, band it's, of farts. Yeah. <laughs> band of farts. You got your band of brothers, you got band of horses, and band of farts. Also, a band of a fart. The Quentin Tarantino production company. <laughs> band of fart. Oh, I get it. I get it. Ah. I watched Inglorious Bastards last night. You know what would have made that movie better? Farts. Mm-hmm. There's just some squeaky farts in there. Squeaky ones? Oh, I mean, loud. You, you mean that, like, you, you wanted the people under the floors to give themselves away with a fart? Yeah. Like, he didn't know that they were there? It was a fart that did you it? Listen, Quentin, you could have cut about 20 minutes of that movie out if instead of that long that long plodding dialogue about the Jews under the floor. If one of those Jews had just let out like a long squeaker, <laughs> he just walks in and he's like, yes, I'm the Jew hunter. Do you know who I am? And then, <laughs> and he's like, Oh, and then it turns into a really tense scene where he tries to, claim the fart and 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 the the fart clearly yeah came from another part of the room so are are you like a fart ventriloquist are you throwing your farts that that was me no i'm quite sure that smells like a jew fart (laughs) have you eaten matzo ball soup because that's definitely what this fart is (laughs) And then they just dump a giant pot of boiling hot matzo ball soup on his head. Yeah, bringing it all back. Yeah. That was Call Town. <laughs> Call Town. You got another one? Uh, yes. And I'm also worried that I might have said this one. Uh, it's a crime show. Crime show. 120. I don't. Hang on. Let me. Uh... No, we have not done crime show crime before. Show. And this is just. Uh... I think a lot of times with these podcasts. Just being transparent as to what you are can probably get us some listeners and. While there are very many, many, many true crime podcasts, I don't think any of them have gone uh, bare bones enough to just call themselves crime show. Yeah. I mean, true crime is a a popular genre. Uh, I don't know if anybody's tried false crime. (laughs) But I think that that would be... Uh, just too willy nilly. There's really, I mean, how do you how are you gonna wrangle false crime into a genre? Um, it it seems like a missed opportunity for Christopher Guest and his crew. Yeah, it's just improv <laughs> crimes. Oof. I've I've been guilty of some improv crimes myself. Uh, also, I guess false crime really falls into. Uh, Pretty much everything that protesters are being charged with on a daily basis in this country at this point. Resisting arrests uh, probably falls under the category of false crime. But what about theoretical crime? This is where we explore the idea of crimes that have never been committed but could technically be committed. We're good at that. I did it on accident earlier. Hot soup trebuchets. Yeah. Never been done. This uh, is, uh, is it legal to fly a 747 into a recreation of the World Trade Center that you built in the desert? I don't think With that's, your billions of dollars. I mean, listen. Are you going to put a bunch of Goldman Sachs employees in there <laughs> first? 
Probably not. I don't know if if, if we want to make this a true one to one experiment. You, you know, we're gonna have to tip off all of the Jewish bankers not to come to our experiment the day before. Mm. Are we actually gonna have to start all these businesses up and <laughs> gainfully employ all these people for a few months before? <laughs> we get we'll get Nick Kroll's dad <laughs> in on it. Um. Yeah. I think theoretical crime, that's that is where it's at. Trying to come up with a new crime that's never been thought of before, and then plan it out. Hmm. Also, I this is unrelated, but I just remembered about it. I I went down a Wikipedia rabbit hole today, uh, reading about like the <clears throat> like the weird medieval uh, wedding ritual of like carrying the bride and groom to their bedroom and then uh, forcing them to have sex to prove that they had had sex. Yeah. That's a real thing. They'd be like, because otherwise uh, you could annul the marriage. So they would be like, do it, do it. And then it was like, sometimes they'd be like, ah, we're just going to put you in bed and tuck you in and a priest will do a ceremony and then we'll leave and you guys can have fun. But there's, in the Wikipedia page, it also mentions that in some countries, if you, <laughs> if you just caught two people having sex, you could legally just say, I pronounce you man and wife, and they would have to be married. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the best version of citizen's arrest I've ever heard. Like, you could just announce that someone was married if you saw them fucking. <laughs> I mean, that, I mean, I think that's fair. Got I mean, it. if somebody's into exhibitionism, I mean, there's. God, could you? I mean, oh, you, I guess you can call the police or something. But if, if you had something that's like, you better put those pants on. Or I'm going to marry you guys. You're like Batman for marriage, <laughs> for shotgun marriage. You're like Bat Magistrate. Just <laughs> prowling all the back alleys and the da, deep. Da, 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 da. <laughs> This city has a sickness <laughs> of premarital sex. <laughs> I'm going to clean up Gotham. The the big blowout scene in every uh, one of these movies takes place at prom. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the crazy night where like everything's popping off and Batman's torn in so many different directions. <laughs> Batman. The Riddler and the Penguin are fucking. Oh no! <laughs> if I gay marry them, I'm breaking the law. Oh, that, that's right, be a Batman. Big Riddle me this: Will you marry me and the Penguin if we uh, have sex together? <laughs> <laughs> Batman catches Liberace. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Not Liberace. I guess I'm your bat of honor. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here, here, here's what we got. We got what's hip, what's what's hip, what's hot with teens. The cheese cast. I'd buy that for a dollar. Things that fit in your hand. A podcast about board games. Duolingo Spanish Deeper Daddy. Conspiracy. Call Town. And Crime Show. There anything that uh, is, is screaming out to you? You know, I, I, there, I think any of these could be a doable thing i felt like we were more restrained this week than we normally i mean our conversation wasn't but these ideas are i feel like usually there's one like standout you know this week i feel like they're all kind of middle of the road doable maybe not the deeper daddy one yeah (laughs) no we're not not that 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 that's not happening i feel like it would be easy to do the i'd buy that for a dollar I feel like a crime show is another 
uh, strong contender. Things that fit in your hand. Also an excellent, I mean. I think I want to pick between things that fit in your head and hand and crime show. All right. Uh, both of those things that fit in and, your and hand. And the things that fit in your hand, and I'd buy that for a dollar. Most things you can buy for a dollar fit in your hand. That's true. I mean, honestly, we could do we could do one where it's all I mean, really Yeah, let's do let's do the dollar store dollar store product review, but uh we'll keep it to And I will put my mask on and glove stuff. myself up and walk into the cesspool that is the dollar store Ugh. and buy you some know junk. That, <laughs> it, people are still handing cash over in that dollar store. It's going to be oh, okay. So, uh, folks, if you want to hear, uh, I'd buy that for a dollar, the things that fit in your hand podcast, <laughs> uh, go over to patreon.com slash we don't have a podcast yet. Uh, if you support us uh, at the, I think, $3 or above level, I think there's still some $3 a limited time uh, slots there, uh, you'll get access to uh, 50-some past episodes as well as uh, you know all all of our bonus materials, and uh, and this podcast that's coming out this Friday. And uh, if 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 you if you like our show, go go on the uh, Apple Podcasts and and leave us a review. Give us a five star. Somebody left a weird homophobic one, and we'd like that to get buried down. So I mean, if you're listening to this and you and you hate gay people, then uh, by all means, don't leave us a review. But if you're uh, cool. You probably will, I think. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, cool people definitely want to give us reviews. Uh, other than that, <laughs> you can drop us a line at we don't have a podcast yet at gmail.com. Call into our podcast hotline, 702 Podcast. And uh, follow us on uh, Instagram at WDHAPY. For we don't have a podcast yet. I'm Nathan P. Woodard. I'm Andrew James Estes. Uh, goodbye. Bye bye. Mm. Bye bye. 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 Bye bye.